What's going on, Chit Chatters? Welcome to another episode of Coaching for Millennials. In today's episode, we're covering a topic that's very broad, but also one that is super important as a conversation that we as humans, we as a society, we as people um, should be talking more about. And the title of this episode is actually called Being Human. So I want to jump right in. Be sure to come with an open mind and open heart, and hopefully some of this will resonate with you, or maybe someone you know who needs to listen to this episode. Let's dive right in. Are you struggling to find your purpose in life? Do you feel like something is missing and you need some guidance? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to feel that way anymore. I'm here to help you through your journey in life to gain clarity, find purpose, and passion. My name is Jose Miguel Longo. I'm a gay Hispanic, a husband, dog daddy, advocate for social justice, and DEI, ally for all LGBTQ+, a career and life coach, and millennial born in 1983. I have spent my time since the age of 14 working my way around the world of work. I know my God-given talents are to help those around me to gain clarity in their lives while finding their passion and purpose. For the last decade, I've spent my time coaching college students and alums from all three generations, X, Y, and Z, in designing their career stories and mapping what they want to do in their lives. Whether it's gaining clarity in who you are and what you're meant to do, learning to build a resume or write a cover letter, holding you accountable and building your career journey or designing your life. The podcast Coaching for Millennials is a how-to guide for all things career, life, and a sprinkle of everything in between. It is an all-inclusive space for meaningful conversations on topics happening in our world right now. It is a space for people to go on a holistic journey in uncovering their passion and purpose. I'm here for all generations, no matter what you identify as. If you're seeking to transition from a career industry or job to another, or ready to transform your life completely, I got you, boo. Whatever the fantasy you're trying to create, let me make it happen. If you're ready to start the journey to explore your passion and purpose, get focused on gaining clarity to transform you to a place that will fuel you, inspire you, and sprinkle some joy and laughter in between, it's time to dive into coaching for millennials. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Coaching for Millennials. So I'm excited to be in season three and to be sharing with all of you this episode. Um, I have so many things to share that I really haven't had an an opportunity to, like, consolidate my ideas of what I want to talk to you about, specifically around the topic of being human. And... Can I just tell you that I have procrastinated, I have racked my brain and thought a lot about what this episode means and why I felt this episode was so important to me. Um, I have to be really honest, this is probably the hardest episode I've ever recorded on the podcast to date. And the reason I say that is because I originally in January, when I 
said, I think I need to slow down. Um, the frequency of episodes won't be as much as it was, et cetera, et cetera. I never intended to take a pause. I never intended to take a break. Um, to me, it felt a little abrupt, but I was going through something that I really didn't have any control over mentally that was really taking over. Um, and I was fighting so many different emotions that not just personally and professionally, I was being impacted in ways that I didn't know how to control it. And I felt very often like I went from being super happy and, well, let me rephrase that. I went from being okay to having emotions of like just crying out of nowhere. So pretty like unbalanced um, in that emotion. Um, so just a lot of different moods, right? Um, and then I think also the combination of going from, and this is a whole separate topic, but I think this had also a lot to do with what I was experiencing. I literally went from leaving a 13-year career in a profession that I profoundly loved and wasn't sure like how to like go from one thing to another. I've always been that kind of person who like, just jumps right into things and doesn't like not that I don't take time to reflect because I think internally I do but it just didn't hit me at the time that I thought it was going to I thought that I was gonna be fine without having to process the exit or the death of a career I hate to sound dramatic but I don't know how else to describe it I was grieving a career that I built and I built for a very long time and I didn't look at all the anxieties and fears and behaviors that I brought with me into a new environment and a new job. And I ultimately found myself thinking, why am I feeling this way? Why am I experiencing this? What am I doing? Why is this happening? And I didn't know what to do. I really didn't. I felt so trapped. Um, I felt so stuck. I, it was hard. It was just so hard to like think about how do I get out of this roller coaster? How do I get off this roller coaster to get back to who I am? So before I keep going and keep saying things that may not connect the dots yet, um, ultimately I realized and I was lying to myself, even way back in December, that I was dealing with some anxiety, which I didn't realize it was anxiety, and definitely some depression. And I didn't want to believe it, which is probably the worst part about it. Having been someone who has had, who has dealt with mental health for a very long time um, and has had so much of a history with mental health, I ignored the red flags in myself and kept just kind of telling myself that everything was okay when nothing was okay. And there came a point um, probably in March where I just got so tired of feeling like not myself. Um, 
I was really bitchy and moody. I was always, my husband would say that I was really um, angry all the time. And I was, but I think I wasn't angry. I think I was just very frustrated with myself. And a part of it was he was always here. And just made it hard because here I am with a new job and you're constantly interrupting me. But I do notice now, and let me rephrase or let me kind of go back. I do notice now, though, like I'm in a much better place. And I'll tell you why um, in just a second. But going back to how I just really started to reflect outwardly and subconsciously realize that I can't keep lying to myself. Something is off and I need help. I, this isn't something that I can fix with, you know, my emotional intelligence because it had nothing to do with emotional intelligence. It had everything to do with going through, well, processing, not going through processing because I went through it all, right? I was processing, processing um, the career that I left and the career that, that, I, that I ultimately adored and jumping into a new career not thinking about, well, first off, not thinking about all the things that that career was coming into. I had a very different perception of what the job was than what the job actually is. Four months into the job, I still love it. And I feel like I'm much in a much better place. But going through everything that I was going through and still am, like I'm right now, I'm trying to find a therapist. So I'm still trying to kind of get to a place where I'm whole. Right now, I feel like I'm a quarter. And the reason I say I'm a quarter is because I've taken small steps to work on myself and work on my mental health. And in the last four weeks, I've felt much better. Um, and I feel terrible because... I'm super passionate about this podcast. I'm super passionate about the audience that I've built. I'm super passionate about the people who listen to the show and who are part of the show. And I'm super passionate about my work, my coaching practice, the people that um, I work with on a regular basis that are my clients and are my students. And I also was like in this place where I was disappointing people. I didn't know how to like actually open my mouth and say, I'm having a hard time and I need help. And for me to have that feeling of not being able to say that out loud is really triggering. I think it's triggering because I'm the person who is usually identifying this in my clients when I think they need a referral. And I'm also the person who is always talking openly about how important mental health is. But I never applied it to myself when I needed it the most. And being in denial, I think, you know, just made it worse, obviously. I should have just gotten asked for help a long time ago, but I didn't. And I don't necessarily regret it because obviously we go through experiences in life that teach us something. And I've learned so much about the fact that sometimes when you're going 100, 200 miles an hour, 
your brain and your body aren't always going to meet at the same time. And my brain was not meeting me where my body was at all. All through, you know, most of December, January, February, and parts of March. It wasn't until um, the end of March when I finally met with my doctor and explained what I was feeling. And nothing was more obvious when I was answering the questionnaire, which I have to say for me, it's been more than 20 years since I've needed help and needed support and needed um, assistance with my mental health. I feel like where I was in my early teens and then my early 20s, um, well, my early teens were terrible. Obviously, I've talked about this on the show, but I, I survived two suicide attempts. And at that time, I didn't have any mental health advocacy. Um, and if I ever mentioned that to my family, I would they would have thought I was crazy. But I also didn't want to tell anybody what was experiencing what I was going through. So I kept it all inside. And then when I finally came out and tried to accept my identity and who I was, that was really a turning point for me to be able to then go to therapy because I knew I needed to. And I knew that I needed to cope with what I was trying to become and try to understand like, I don't, under, I don't have the answers to any of the questions that I keep asking myself. And not that I was seeking those answers in a therapist, but being able to have someone who can reflect and bounce back of what I was experiencing was super helpful. And I think the other part that was triggering for me with not saying anything and being scared of saying something today now and having experienced this was that I didn't want to go through so much pain and um, sadness and emotion that I went through in my early 20s and in my teens. Obviously, I don't feel suicidal. I love my life and I feel like it's an amazing life and I feel super blessed and I'm grateful for it. Um, and in my 20s, like, I think everyone in their 20s is trying to figure out who they are and where they want to be. Being almost 40 and going through this period of trying to move on from a toxic work environment, move on from one career into another, like career transitioning. Um, it's just not where I ever thought myself to be in my life. And I don't feel that my decisions and the changes that I've made have been bad. I just think that I never gave myself the opportunity to really process what was happening and I just kept ignoring it and it was bottling up. And you add on top of that, the whole part about starting a new job, which adds a whole nother level of stress and having to learn how to do a new job in a new work environment, working from home alone, and needing to figure out all the things, you come into this role, and I don't care what job you're doing, if you're changing careers, you have bad behaviors that you bring into your new work environment that you have to unlearn. For me, one example of that was 
whenever I would get a call or an email from my former boss, um, I would always freak out because I just never knew what she was going to come with me at. I almost always felt like I was in trouble, but I really wasn't in trouble. But she was someone who avoided conflict. And so for me, she would always bring someone from HR to kind of serve as a mediator for our conversations. And so I was always triggered by that. And then going into my new work environment, there was a time probably back in uh, maybe January, February, where my boss, my new boss, uh, well, not my manager, but my lead lead up manager, I guess you can call them, my senior director, how about that, um, <laughs> sends me an email for a meeting on Friday afternoon. And I said to myself, fuck my life, what did I do now? And I'm sure there are a few of you out there, there's many of you out there that probably said, yup, that has happened to me. And I sure enough was like freaking out. I totally had a moment of like, fuck, I just fucked something up. And now this person wants to be with me. And I told this story to this person. I said, you know, I have to apologize because this is by no means your fault. But I just want to be transparent that like going into this conversation, I really thought I had done something wrong. And I didn't know what was going to happen. And I got very nervous and I got very anxious because in my former role, I had a supervisor who never really like wanted to engage in conversation with me. Every time that we tried to have a conversation, there was always someone else there to try and say that I did something wrong when I didn't do anything wrong and just created a lot of angst and stress. And I didn't like think about any of those things until I came into this new work environment. And I think the reason I didn't think about them and the reason why that I am like experiencing what happens to me in my old job now is because I'm in a new environment where those kinds of things don't happen. I have a huge support system. I have one of the best teams. When I tell you the best teams that I've ever worked with, my colleagues and my manager and my whole entire team is just amazing. I feel as though I've known these people sometimes. Obviously, we're still learning and getting to know each other. But I've known these people almost my whole life. Like I have not met any of them except one of them in person. And to feel this com- camaraderie in a virtual work environment and feel so energized about the people around you, like you genuinely care about each other and we genuinely like each other um, is an amazing thing. And so having to like be in this space and then be like, oh my God, what was I thinking? How did I survive that? And how did I stay there for so long? Um, so you, So I'm just giving an overall explanation of like, here's the deal, folks. If you're ever in a space or an environment where you know things are off and you're not listening to the signs of what your body is telling you, what your heart is telling you, what your gut is telling you, what your brain is telling you, it's time to take a break. It's time to pause and really talk to other folks 
who ultimately can be a sounding board to help you um, process what it is that you're experiencing and what it is that you're living through. Um, For me, I always talked about what I was going through in my old job, but I think the part that made it super hard was leaving what I loved and starting a brand new career. And I, I have to be honest, it's been 13 years since I um, worked in something completely different other than what I've been doing for the last 13 years. And this new environment, you know, I went from being sales and customer service and account manager and all that stuff that was really in the corporate world to going into education and living in that space for a huge part of my adult life. I mean, I started in education in 2009, 2008. And before that, from the time that I was 15 to the time that I was, I don't know how old it was in 2009. Um, But I guess I couldn't do the math maybe 27, 26, somewhere around there. Um, And I'm almost 40. So like, hey, that's a long fucking time. And I think for folks who are millennials or folks who are um, Gen Xers who listen to the podcast, my word of advice would be that if you're thinking about or you are or you have changed careers for a second or third time, Please, please, please give yourself some grace. Give yourself some time to, you know, disconnect, walk away, and understand what you're doing and what you're going through. Don't be like me um, and be a fool and act like nothing was wrong. That's the worst thing you can ever do. And here's the part about it. Like, that's the whole reason why this episode is called Being Human. Because we as people, we as humans, are not always honest with ourselves. We're not always responsive to the signs that our bodies, our minds, and our hearts are telling ourselves. And we sometimes struggle with asking for help. Don't I know that? I mean, (laughs) I need help all the time. Um, I've learned in my work to ask for help. But like even my business, I tried hiring um, two VAs um, late last year and early this year, tried working with them. And it just didn't work. And I, I, I know that I need the help to keep my business going the way I want it to, especially with working a full-time job that's super demanding, but not demanding in a bad way. It's just the, what the work is. And I want to do more things. I have a lot of things that I want to accomplish. I have some hefty goals that I set up, set myself, set up for myself for this year. And I've practically lost a quarter. I, I put pause on everything. I really did. I was very fortunate where my coaching contracts had come to a close. And I only have two left for up until, I believe it's July or August, but they've been kind of radio silent. And I think it's because these are contracts that just got started. Um, and I say, I think, and I, the reason I I'm, I don't really know is because I entered into an agreement over a year ago for some of these contracts and they were all starting a different period. So I only know that I have the contracts. I just don't remember when they started. Um, they all varied. 
but um you know i've been having a lot of fun having conversations and moderating panels and doing presentations and hosting events and hosting programs and it's really changed my thought process of how i want to continue my business i do want to have clients I'm not saying I don't, so I'm always looking for new clients, but I think I want to have only two or three, four maximum in a given time. Most clients in coaching are three months. And so I, in a three-month period, I don't want to have more than four clients at a time. I want to give myself the space to be able to, one, just enjoy life. I feel so good after I've been hustling for so long um to build up this business and to like transition my work and i've worked so hard in my job like i had so much doubt so much imposter syndrome that i was working with like the emotions were just a fucking roller coaster i have no other way to describe it um and i'm hoping that like with me sharing this story with y'all that it may resonate with you and you may take the opportunity to Take the time for yourself and to be able to reflect a little bit. So I want to share some tips with you. You know, I can never leave an episode without giving you some advice and some how-to or some, you know, tips, like I said. So in this context, um, when you are in a space or a place that your body, your mind, and your heart, and your guts, and all those things are telling you something is off and you need a break, do yourself a little favor and connect with those things. Take the time to take a break for you so that you can come back to what you're doing and what matters to you most, so that you can come back recharged and rejuvenated and feeling like you're the best you've ever been. Um, the break that I took from podcasting and from coaching and some other stuff um, was so much needed. I, I couldn't tell you how much I missed podcasting. I missed talking to my microphone and having guests on the show and connecting with guests. But I knew that my mental health and my well-being was way more important and I'm more important than all these other things as much as I love my work. So take, it, take, take a break. Listen to your body. The second tip I have for you, which I feel like a lot of people struggle with this, but speak to someone when you're not feeling like yourself. I think that for me, I was so scared of the reaction that I was going to get from my husband um, if I told him how I was really feeling. But I think the other part was that, like, I didn't know that I was feeling the way that I was feeling. I was in denial. So it wasn't like I could tell him. I'll be honest with you. When we were away in Vegas, this was just three weeks ago now, um, I finally mustered up the courage after a little bit of liquid courage to tell him, hey, this has been happening and I just want you to know because I think it's very important for me to communicate this with you 
and these are the things that I need I need from you to support me and these are the things that I need for myself to be able to be in a better place because I don't want to go back to the place that I was 20 plus years ago and I told them exactly where I was 20 plus years ago he obviously knows it but at the same time it's very scary when you are someone who deals with mental health and you've had episodes or occasions where it was really bad and you're scared of going back to that place. I never want to be in a place where I can't feel what I'm experiencing. And I was numb for quite a few years of my life because of how heavily medicated I was, but also because I just could not respond. I didn't know. Like I was an autopilot. I was working like a normal human being. Um, I was not 100% functioning mentally like a normal human being, but it was like work, home, work, home, and there was nothing in between. Um, So it was difficult. And I didn't like come out of that cloud until something triggered me to come out of that cloud. I completely stopped smoking weed. I stopped drinking for a while. I started to do some meditation. I started to work out. I did so many things that I knew for me were going to be helpful for my mental health. Um, I actually got rid of some friends and said goodbye to them and in the process made some new ones. Um, So all that to say that like talking to someone who can be an advocate, who can be your support system, um, whether it's a therapist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist, just talk to someone. Um, the other thing I would say is ask for help. I went to my doctor and I felt so good that I had an appointment with my doctor. And I told him, I'm like, look, I would be lying if I said um, that I didn't feel this way, but I know I need to do something about it. And I told my doctor, I really want to get, he, like they offered me medication. Um, and I told him, yes, please. I, I really think that I need something to help me stabilize the moods that I'm in. I mean, to go from like sitting on the couch watching something um, and laughing and then two seconds later, I'm just crying. And it's, that's a scary thing. That's not normal for that to happen. So asking for help is important. And I'm also looking for a therapist, which is another part to like speaking to someone, but also asking for help. The other thing I'll mention, and this is my last and final tip, is find things that can help you cope. So some people will say that they enjoy journaling. So that's one way of coping and writing your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Um, Exercising, yoga, long walks, breathing, um, meditating. Those are just some examples. And I've obviously shared a lot of this before um, when I've talked about some emotional intelligence pieces. I don't want to confuse the two things. When we talk about emotional intelligence, that's more of an awareness piece of how we respond and how other people respond and being cognizant. What I'm talking to you about today is being human and understanding and being empathetic to folks and individuals who experience mental health. And mental health can be a variety of things. Mental health can be um, 
having depression that could be seasonal or that can be um, all the time. There's different variations of, of, of depression, anxiety, stress, um, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia. The thing of it is, is that we're all human beings. We all have blood running through our veins. We all breathe. We all have a heart. We all have very similar or the same organs. Um, and we need to take care of each other. And the fact that I went all this time not doing those things for myself, it made me a little disappointed. And the reality is, is that coming back, right? I'm back being back, you know, coming into a new season. I knew that sharing this story and sharing my experience is a must. I've always been very forward about my mental health and I've always been very direct about how important mental health is. So I wanted to make sure that me sharing this um, really hopefully resonates with folks. Um, Having said all that, I hope that y'all as my listeners and as my my uh, fans, whatever you want to call yourselves, chit-chatters, um, as I like to say, can you know take this episode to reflect and to think about all the things that you ultimately are going through and find someone that can help you. Um, as far as like the coping thing for me, I'll mention very quickly before I'll let you all go is that I actually started working out again. Um, after going and having a spinal block, a nerve block done to help my back because I've been going through some really um, chronic back pain and going through the chiropractor, I finally had an opportunity to meet with my um, orthopedic surgeon and they gave me one of those spinal blocks. So after like a couple of weeks of like just letting my body to respond to it, I started running the Peloton again, and then I started to go to boot camp. And I'm feeling so good and so motivated to like get my health back in shape physically. And, you know, just for what everything is to come. I'm really excited for this season. I've already said this before in the season intro, but I really am. There's something so different about coming into this. Obviously, we're not all, (coughs) excuse me, we're not all living well let me phrase that we're not living in the same pandemic that we were living two years ago um and i think there's so many more topics to uncover i'm excited also for the book the book club not the boot club the book club i just set everything up for the book club um may is the first month that we're doing the book club and i have an amazing book that we're going to cover So if you're interested in the book, um, come probably next week, I will say. Um, I will share with you the name of the book, how you can get the book, and I'll share notes on the context of the chapters. The one thing that I'll mention is that I do a lot of my book reading through um, audiobooks, and I'm not... I don't have a paid sponsorship with Audibles, but if you're listening, anyone from Amazon, happy to do that. Um, um, by the way, you can listen to the podcast on Amazon Music too and on Audibles. So just as an FYI, but I listen to the book of my books and Audibles. The reason I do is because I can listen to them while I'm working 
lot of my work doesn't always require me to be on a call or in a Zoom meeting. So if I'm writing emails and investigating something or research something while supporting my team, um, I can be listening to something. But I mostly listen to music when I'm working. Um, when I travel, my audiobooks are my best friends. I put my earbuds in and sometimes I make notes on my phone or I will bookmark something. So if you're looking for a different form of being able to read a book, if you have very little time and you're scheduled to pick a book up, that is one way of doing it. I also like to feel books and have them in my hand. So occasionally, if I really love the book and the author and what it has to say, I will then um, buy the book and then read parts of it or go back to parts of it and highlight the things that are most important to me. So. I think we're starting with a couple of different genres. Trust me, it's not going to be all self-help. I want to make it intriguing and fun. And I want to hear from y'all. What do you think should be one of the book cl- books for the month? Um, we're going to do one book each month. So there's how many months left of the year? 12 minus 5. So there's seven months left of the year. And we're going to go through one book each month. Um, so... I say all that because I'm excited for I think it's a great way to continue our connections. There will be some books where I hopefully, cross my fingers, knock on wood, will be able to have the author of the book on the show. So I'm excited for that because what a better way to connect with an audience than your readers listening and having a genuine conversation about the different pieces of the book and why they're so important. So. I've talked enough. I feel so glad that I was able to share this little piece of what I've been experiencing and going through with you. I love you all very much. Um, I hope that this episode really resonates with you. Like I said before, this is probably the hardest episode I've had to ever record. And that says a lot because of how much I adore my podcast and adore doing this, but also because this is a heavy topic. It's not an easy topic. And I think that we need to have more conversations about mental health. Um, Mental health is everywhere and it impacts all of us differently. And some people may not even realize that they have and they're coping with forms of mental health. So creating awareness is super important for me. And I hope that this podcast episode created awareness in very meaningful ways, whether you're a parent, a son, a daughter, a brother, a sister, um, however you identify, please speak to your friends, loved ones, and make sure they're okay. I love y'all. I hope you have an amazing weekend and an amazing week ahead. I'm excited for a new month, so that's a fresh start, and I'm starting a new journal. So more to come. I can't wait for the next episode. I love you all. Have a blessed day. Hey, Chit Chatter, thank you so much for being a part of the show. If you found value in today's episode, be sure to share it with the world. We welcome everyone for listening. And if you'd like, please go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Those reviews mean everything to me and they help the show grow, as well as for me to know what topics you want to hear from next. Be sure to go visit to coachingwithjoseamiguel.com or Coaching for Millennials for more up-to-date content, newsletters, blogs, information about coaching for life and career. 
Thank you so much for being a part of our magical world and for being part of this program. I can't wait to the next episode.